member-owned, member-proud. That's Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. As a not-for-profit financial organization, Affinity Plus is for people who like people who care. And you get top-rated mobile banking technology you can use to bank conveniently on your own time, day or night, at home or on the go. Take your bank with you where and when you need it. Stop by the Brainerd Lakes branch on Edgewood Drive and Baxter to learn more. Affinity Plus is federally insured by the NCUA. Good afternoon and welcome to Community Focus at JJY. I'm Ken Thomas along with Tess Taylor. And today we're visiting with our friends from the city of Brainerd. We have Brainerd City Administrator Jennifer Bergman with us and David Chansky, who is the Community Development Director for the city of Brainerd. First of all, folks, welcome back to Community Focus. Good afternoon, Ken and Tess. Thank you for having us. Good morning, Ken. We're glad to be here. Excellent. Uh, well, uh, since last we talked, you uh, had mentioned that City Hall was being renovated, but there was a little setback there, wasn't there? A little bit there? of an issue. <laughs> Little bit of an issue. Yeah, as you know, we had a fire at City Hall on May 18th. Um, the contractors were working on the roof to demo the existing material to replace it with a new roof as a part of our um, our remodel. Yeah. And unfortunately, uh, the roof started on fire. Uh, although I do have good news, uh, the fire department received the call at 1224. They were on site at 1227 and had contained the fire within 10 minutes. So we're incredibly lucky. That's amazing. That's a good thing. Yeah. It is a good thing. Yeah. So the the fire did minimal damage to the roof joists and the decking and then our flagpole also. But uh, the water did more of the damage, actually, than the fire did. We had water pouring into the third floor of City Hall. Mm. That's not good. Yeah. So since that time, Service Master has been on site. In fact, they were there, I think, at 4.30 p.m. on the 18th, right after the fire. And they installed some commercial fans and heaters and dehumidifiers to start drying it out right away, which luckily I think has, has helped in the saving some of our city hall. So Yeah. Thank goodness. So in the end, Jennifer, uh, this will set back the remodel project a little, but uh, it sounds like you're back on track, or how do, how do we want to frame this for our listeners? Yeah, so it has set us back. Um, the roofing company is now back uh, to complete the roof. The, the materials are being removed, and now they will start putting the roof back on. And then once that roof is on, and then also as we continue to dry out, the, the rain last week did not help us. No. Um, so as we continue to dry out City Hall, um, then, then we'll be able to get back on track, I think. We are going to need to replace all of the ceiling tile uh, because it was damaged from water and then, of course, smoke. Mm-hmm. Uh, that material is porous, and so it just absorbs that smell. Yeah. And then there were several light fixtures that were were wrecked as a result of the water and then also to clean and disinfect the carpet and clean all of our air ducts ducts, and we're really hoping to be back in city hall fingers crossed by the end of the month okay i mean considering man they could have been so much worse and i mean it's still not fun to deal with that but my goodness i think just blessed that it didn't get worse than it did oh we are so fortunate Mm -hmm. so that being said we are still dealing with uh, the pandemic Tell us about what's going on uh, in terms of the pandemic with the city. 
Absolutely. So about two-thirds of our staff are now working in, in our city facilities, although because of the fire really remained closed to the public. The council did adopt a preparedness plan, which was really our first step in reopening city facilities. And we've also procured most of the cleaning supplies and sanitizing supplies that are needed. And we've installed glass partitions at each one of our counters. So before the fire, it was our intention to have City Hall and our facilities open to the public with these safety precautions by the end of May. Mm-hmm. But of course, that fire has, has delayed us. However, uh, we're hoping that that maybe, fingers crossed, we're going to be able to open by the end of June. We'll keep our fingers crossed for you. (laughs) In the meantime, Jennifer, if someone wants or needs a building permit, that type of thing, are are those still available online? Absolutely. In fact, all of our city staff are working. Uh, While two-thirds are at our facilities, the other third are working from home. Uh, They can call City Hall. We are answering our phones. They can do things online. We do have a drop box right next to our parking lot that people can drop documents off. We will meet people by appointment. So we are readily available to, to, you know, do whatever the public needs us to do. Excellent. That's awesome. Now, I know we wanted to talk about some road construction here in this city. What have you got for us? Yep, so although we have a pandemic, we continue to move forward with our projects. So road construction has started um, on 5th Avenue and B Street. Um, from fifth, on 5th Avenue, it goes from Washington Street to D, and then B Street from Gillis Avenue to 5th Avenue Northeast. Roads are open mm-hmm. to local traffic, uh, though traffic really you know, makes sure they're following our, our marked detours. Uh, we do expect some temporary road conclu- uh, road closures to local traffic when we're doing the water main work. But otherwise, uh-huh. you continue to you can continue to use the streets. We just ask that people use caution when traveling through mm-hmm. the work zone and and watch out for construction tra- traffic and don't assume that the operator can see you until he or she acknowledges you. So we just we just want to make sure that our residents are driving through that area carefully. Right. And all of our businesses near the construction are are open for business. So, you know, please please go to our businesses. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, Jennifer, can we track the road construction on your website as well? You know, that is a good question, and I would actually direct your questions to City Engineer Paul Sandy, okay. and he would be able to, to provide any information on that. Okay. Very good. Um, I understand there is uh, some uh, efforts for relief for small businesses. Yeah, so the City of Brainerd and the Brainerd EDA really have been doing a lot of work on things that we can do to help our businesses during this time. We recognize that this has been a very difficult time for a number of our businesses. Um, Just a couple of things, and Community Development Director Chansky is going to go into more detail on, on some of the initiatives that we've taken. But I also just wanted to share that the Council has done a number of things up to this point, including prorating liquor licenses. We've, we've heard a lot of thank yous from our bars and restaurants for that. Mm-hmm. Their first action was to waive three months for all bars and restaurants, that, that liquor license fee. And at their last meeting, they actually extended that. Um, cool. For the remaining nine months of the year, the fees mm-hmm. would be reduced by 50%. So the first three months are waived the next nine months reduced at 50%. 
if they did not or were not able to open June 1st, then that fee continues to be waived until they do open. And once they do open, then it would only be uh, at 50% of the liquor license fee. So I think our council is really trying to think of ways that we can help our businesses during this time. Mm -hmm. That's nice. That's very good. All right. And we should talk a little bit about that, you know, some of these reopenings now. We're going on Wednesday from only outdoor seating to now moving some indoor. Let's talk about that. You yeah, better do that. I think I'll defer to David. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because I can talk about that. So one of the things that uh, the council did do to aid our businesses is create a temporary extension. We call it a temporary extension of premises. So what an extension of premises is is allowing you to extend beyond the physical boundaries of your building, um, which your business is housed in. So otherwise, you might call that a patio. Um, traditionally, in Brainerd, our city code requires that uh, patios go through a specific permitting process. And what the council did was pretty much lift those restrictions and create this temporary um, extension of premises that allows businesses to open up, uh, get patios that they otherwise would have had to go through a uh, uh, kind of semi-lengthy process to be able to get permitted for um, quickly. Quite a, we created a, a simple form that uh, businesses can fill out and submit to uh, myself and then the city staff, uh, fire department, police department, engineering, um, finance all review to make sure that they look good. There's no concerns. We created a set of guidelines to um, control these uh, temporary extensions of premises we're going to allow businesses to try to at least get open, especially while their 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 indoor dining um, and service is not allowed. At this point, we have had uh, six different businesses who have applied and have been approved for their extensions of premises. Uh, those are Armiri's Irish Pub, Five Rocks Distillery, Roundhouse Brewery, uh, uh, Naughty Pine Bakery. Uh, the American Legion and the Brainerd Eagles have all applied and received their extensions of premises. Wonderful. And then moving forward, as we, as you know, as you mentioned, the Brainerd, uh, the, the governor opening up uh, an indoor service starting Wednesday, um, and our, our we'll still be working on and helping our businesses with that. If it means keeping those patios potentially open, we'll be Jennifer and I are actually planning on direct uh, addressing that with the council. Uh, during their meeting on June 15th, maybe again, because there's going to be a limited indoors, still allowing those outdoors to continue to help our businesses yeah. stay open um, and, and serve their customers. That's, got, that's that great. kind of headed off my next question, because mm-hmm. I was going to say, after you give the variance for those patios, if you will, how long does that go for? And so the council will maybe decide to extend that further now that bars can have indoor as well. Is that what you're saying? So when the council initially approved um, this, they approved it as through October 31st of this year. Wow. That was going off of guidance from um, with Crowing County. The county attorney had made a kind of a, an opinion on that, and the county has requested that when cities were creating their guidelines for temporary patios to kind of go off the same. So throughout the county there was some conformity 
What the council did put in there, however, was October 31st or until further occupancy guidelines permitting indoor occupancy are issued by the state of Minnesota. Uh-huh. Well, obviously, such guidelines have been issued by the state. So now we'll just be bringing it back to the council on the 15th, seeking their direction as how do we want to proceed? Do we want to keep those um, patios open or do we want to put any more restrictions on, on those? Uh, I think at this at this point, we're feeling we think that it would be beneficial to keep them open, but we'll be getting that direction from council a week from today. Sounds good. And I will ask, David, as long as you bring this all up, um, are they open to keep those temporary patios open starting Wednesday until the council meets? At this point, I think that's the direction we'll be going, is yeah. until we can get further direction from the council, they will stay open. Excellent. Cool. That's a good thing. Yeah. Anything else your department is working on right now, David? You know, uh, Ken, one thing that was brought up a little bit by Jennifer was that small business relief grant. Just wanted to go a little more into that. Uh, that's a project that was came through the Brainerd EDA, the Economic Development Authority. Um, started in kind of last, beginning of May, and we really just recognizing that a lot of our businesses, you know, they were hit hard by COVID-19, and some of them may be on the brink. Um, we wanted to get if any assistance we could financially, we wanted to provide to them. So the Brainerd EDA, they created the Small Business Relief Grant. Purpose of that grant um, was to provide funds to our, some of our small businesses so they can pay essential business expenses um, or other things to help them get reopened, pay, you know, pay their taxes, pay their rent. If they need to make an order, you know, if they're a restaurant or a bar that needs to make an order for inventory to get back open, they can make those. They need to pay their, their employees. They can do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, these grants were for up to $3,000, and the city council did issue $90,000 um, from some economic development funds that the city held uh, to the EDA to fund this grant. Uh-huh. Last Thursday, so June 4th, the EDA formally approved 32 grants um, for that full $90,000 to businesses throughout our community. Oh. We also uh, preliminarily approved an additional eight, and they will be requesting on June 15th an additional $23,500 from the city council to fund those further eight grants as well. Wow. Um, Jennifer and I, and as well as Yvette Campbell, who is the vice president of the EDA, were able to walk around on Friday uh, deliver, hand-delivering some checks, and I can definitely say um, it was a moving experience being able to go in and hand-deliver these checks to these businesses yeah. and seeing um, how grateful a lot of these businesses are to, to for that help. Um, some of them, as I said, were kind of on the brink, and, and um, we definitely know and we definitely was shared with us that these, this, even this little bit amount of money that we were able to provide to them will go a long way in helping them stay in business. That's really good news. I would have loved to be a fly on the wall there watching that happen. My gosh, I bet. A lot of relief. Yeah. All right. Um, anything else, David, in in your department that we should know about? No, at this point, Ken, that's kind of really what's been taking up a lot of our time. On the building side, you know, we do stay busy. Our, our busy. We're in the middle of the of the of the building season. Um, as you mentioned, question before, can we get building permits? The question is absolutely. Uh, we've been issuing those left and right. Inspections are going on, and we're still seeing a lot of growth here in Brainerd despite the pandemic. That's good news. Yep. Very good news. Uh, Jennifer, one last question for you, and I don't know if you can answer this, but uh, one of the um, 
other things the governor didn't mention was maybe uh, some youth uh, outdoor sports and those types of leagues could start. Uh, have we heard anything further on that? You know, the, the park board continues to have these discussions and, and, and are hopeful that maybe by the end of the summer we can have something. I know they have a couple of meetings coming up um, tomorrow and Wednesday. I think they've been meeting pretty much weekly, staying on top of the governor's guidance. So stay tuned. Keep your fingers crossed. Yeah, <laughs> will do. There's a lot of kids that are oh. keeping their fingers crossed, too, yeah. I'm sure. For sure. And, Ken, before, before we go, um, one of the things that has been really heartwarming is the support that we're getting from our residents and our businesses um, during this time of the pandemic. And and specifically, I just wanted to give a thanks to the American Legion Post 255. They presented the city with a new flag oh. after they saw our flag tattering in the wind. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that fire took out our flagpole, and we have ordered a new flagpole, and we cannot wait to raise that flag, and really just wanted to say thank you to the American Legion for that thoughtful gift. That's awesome. Love that. Good news. Yeah. Well, Jennifer... We'll we'll wait to see that thing flying. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Jennifer and David, thank you so much for being here today to talk about uh, these things that are happening in the city of Brainerd, and we'll look forward to seeing you, or at least talking to you, again next month. Thanks to both of you. We always uh, appreciate the opportunity to give an update. Our pleasure. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Thank you. Jennifer Bergman is the Brainerd City Administrator. David Chansky is the Community Development Director for the City of Brainerd. I'm Ken Thomas, along with Tess Taylor. That is today's edition of Community Focus. Our Community Focus programs are available anytime online on our website. Just go to 1067wjjy.com. And that's brought to you by Affinity Plus Federal Credit Union. You can listen to through our free downloadable app, which is powered by Cuyuna Regional Medical Center.